Grab your peanuts and popcorn because baseball is back. That's right. Teams will be hitting the diamond this week. Last year's season sure was different, but that doesn't mean it lacked excitement, and this year is poised to be even better. DraftKings, the leader in one-day fantasy sports, is putting you on the field with a free shot at a share of millions of dollars in total prizes. If you haven't tried it yet, fantasy baseball is easy to play. Just pick 10 players, stay under the salary cap, and pile up points for hits, runs, strikeouts, and more. There's literally no better way to put your baseball knowledge to the test. And with millions of dollars in total prizes up for grabs, there is no better place to have skin in the game than with DraftKings. Download the DraftKings app now and use promo code THPN to get a free shot at a share of the millions of dollars up for grabs this week with your first deposit. That's promo code THPN to get a free shot at a share of millions of dollars with your first deposit. Only at DraftKings. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Presented by the Hockey Podcast Network, this is Getting Bullied. I'm your host, Mark Giannone. You can follow me on Twitter at MarkFlagman2Ns. Follow this show at underscore Getting Bullied and get this and every episode of Getting Bullied through the Hockey Podcast Network at HockeyPodNet on Twitter. It's literally anywhere you get your podcasts. Today is not about talking about the ins and outs of the games that the Philadelphia Flyers have played. Because after the news, after the multiple reports that have dropped on Tuesday, both afternoon and early evening, I think it's it's safe to say that the Flyers right now are probably at their most embarrassing point as a franchise since like the 60s or early 70s, even before they won the Cups, so probably late 60s. Right now, what you're seeing from the Flyers is the most embarrassing brand of hockey, but also the most embarrassing brand of just of an organization that I think has ever been presented to the fans for as long as this hockey team has been around. At least in the early days when they were starting out as an expansion team, you expected hiccups. Nobody expected anything because nobody gave a shit. Nobody knew what hockey was in Philadelphia. But here we are decades later and decades without a Stanley Cup and decades without solid goaltending and a franchise goaltender. And I think it's safe to say and I, I think this month, this month of March, has really opened eyes to so many people to see what this team and what this franchise actually is. Because I think a lot of us, me included, were under, under some sort of spell with all the draft picks and with all the prospects and the guys that we were excited about. And we fooled ourselves into thinking that this team is more than it is. And we fooled ourselves into thinking that this franchise, this organization, is still respectable. And it's still respected in the NHL. And the fact of the matter is, flat out, the cold hard truth of it all is, is that it's not. This once proud franchise, the Philadelphia Flyers, is, it's just, it's a sham. It's a sham of its former self. This is a faceless, nameless heartless, gutless franchise slash organization, whatever fucking word you want to use. And whereas one day it was a proud franchise, there there was a there was a there was a person out in front. Ed Snyder was out in front and you knew who was running the show. You knew where the buck stopped at Ed Snyder. If if shit was going 
off the rails, if things were getting out of control, you knew who was in charge to bring things under control. And all the Flyers are now is another lifeless and faceless corporate-ran, corporate-owned franchise that doesn't give a fuck about the fans that are paying money to watch the team. And more importantly, they don't give a fuck about the product that they're putting out on the ice game in and game out. And that much is, it's just so obvious at this point. Because what you're seeing, and that, that, that thought process coming from the top has very obviously trickled down to the players. Because the players, and I don't care what they say after press conferences, the, the bullshit, we know we have to be better, we know we're better than this, we have more talent, bullshit, blah, 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 blah. I don't fucking care anymore. I don't need the hollow, bullshit, cliche answers from anybody because it's all it all means nothing to me and to so many other people that watch this team and give a shit about this team. The Flyers are... As embarrassing as any team has has been in Philadelphia in like a hundred years, and they just don't give a fuck. It's so plainly obvious that they don't care. The franchise as a whole is interested in one thing, and that's fucking making money. They have gone. They are. Uh, they are as corporate as corporate gets at this point. They don't fucking care about winning games. They don't care about winning Stanley Cups. All they care about is putting you, the fan, me the fan, in the seats to watch a bullshit product. And the problem is, in Philadelphia, is that we're too loyal to for our own good. Because people will go. People will go pay the money and they will go watch this bullshit. And they and they'll just they'll just beat their head against the wall and pay the money blindly, and they'll the season ticker ticket holders will keep paying the money every year. And I get it. I'm not I'm not here to hate on the people that are doing that. But the fact of the matter is, our loyalty as a fan base and as a city is is doing nothing but hurting us, and it's hurting the product on the ice. And this year, the guy, you know, the excuse will be, well, it was COVID, so fans couldn't go anyway. But if things were normal. I got to believe that there would still be a decent amount of fans in there. There would still be more full seats than empty seats. Not we we it's not ingrained in Philadelphia fans to make a statement that way to not show up and not support the team. Cuz that's that's what we do. That's what we know, that's how we're all raised. That's the bottom line. And it's hurting us because the only way obviously because Twitter doesn't do it. We're all we all bitch to our hearts content. We bitch to a red in the face on Twitter how bad this team is, how fucking fed up we are with this bullshit team. And nothing happens. The only way to do it at this point is to hit them where it hurts the most, and that's the wallet. And it's not in us to do that. I guarantee if they open things up fully tomorrow, if they said everything's fine, full capacity for the next Flyers home game, it would be a fucking sellout. Without a doubt. And a lot of that is fans haven't been able to go in over a year to watch the to watch the team. They haven't just been able to go and get out, and that's all fine. But the chance to make a real statement where we could all just say, "No, we're not going to go watch this. This team isn't worth our money. This team isn't worth my time to to drive to the stadium, to park, to pay that money, to to go through the whole process that it is to go to a live sporting event. They're not worth it." But I get the people that would go anyway. I totally get it. And what happened today? What happened on Tuesday? I'm recording this on Tuesday, so I'm going to say today. What happened today 
with Shane Goss' spare just it, it further proves that because it's it's it, they're just they're flying into the face of a fucking hurricane with a blindfold on. They don't know what the fuck is going on. They put Shane Goss' spare on waivers, and Shane Goss' spare the last couple of years has not been good. It's been well documented. He's probably one of the most polarizing figures in Philadelphia right now for the people that actually give a shit about the Flyers still. Because not that many people do. That's the newsflash. This is the fourth team in this city. Even below the Sixers that spent seven years losing on purpose, the Flyers are the fourth team in this city, and it's not close. And people don't care. They're apathetic to the Flyers. They don't fucking care, and people have not cared in a while. Because for at least a decade and a half, it's been, well, they're two or three years away from being two or three years away. And that's that's the joke. That's the cliche joke around the Flyers. And it's just true. That's the God's honest truth about this team. The city as a whole largely doesn't fucking care about the Flyers. The hardcore, diehard Flyers fans, game in and game out, that watch everything, hang on every face-off, every shot, all that bullshit, they care. The casual fan doesn't give a fuck. Especially now the Phillies are starting up. There's always excitement around opening day and... You know they're bringing back the same offense, and they're, the the bullpens improved. So people are gonna people aren't gonna if it's Flyers going up against the Phillies for the next couple of weeks. If the the people are probably gonna pick the Phillies, and baseball is a fucking boring sport. I love baseball, but it's boring. Everybody knows that it's a background music sport. You just play it in the background while you're going about your night dinner and all that nonsense. And you're about to be fourth. The Flyers are, are fourth are fourth in this city. And it was further proven today. Shane Goss' fair put on waivers. <clears throat> and, like, you're looking at it, and when I saw it, I said, what, like, I, I looked at the tweet so many times because I was expecting to, like, I was expecting it was one of those, like, troll accounts where, like, they just change one of the letters in the fucking Twitter handle, so, like, it looks like Flyers if you read it real quick, but it's really not, and haha, I just got all you guys. But it was real. It was a real thing. And Elaine Vigneault explained it as, you know, they're, they're looking for flexibility and fucking everyone's arguing about cap flexibility and this and that, and, like, well, if, he, if, if he's claimed, then, you know, four and a half million. Like, well, here's the fucking thing. Here's the thing. Are we not still trying to win games this year? Because to me, that all this move says is this year's a fucking wash. Don't bother looking at it. You're you're talking about saving four and a half million dollars each in the next two years, but he's fucking not going to be around next year anyway. You can't expect me to believe that he was going to be kept around in this offseason. The coach doesn't like him. The coach is not a fan of him. I don't care what they said before the season about wiping the slate clean and all that nonsense. It's all bullshit. Because as soon as he makes the simplest mistake, here comes fucking Nate Prosser or Eric Gustafson. If it's about cap flexibility, then fucking wave Eric Gustafson. There's three and three and a half million right there. Does a million dollars really make that much of a difference if you're trying to save cap space this year? No, because at the end of the at the, at the end of this season, one way or another, Shane Gossespierre was not going to be on the Flyers going into next season. So the four and a half million dollars was bullshit. You weren't going to have it on your books anyway, because they would have they would have traded him for a seventh round pick if they had to. Just to get, if they wanted to fucking get rid of cap space that much, they would have done it. But the fact of the matter is, right now, 
Shane Gossespierre is their best option over the other three jerk-offs that they keep shoving down our throat game in and game out over Nate fucking Prosser, a career AHL guy, Eric Gustafson, who the general manager last week said is as advertised, who has been fucking terrible all season, and over Robert Haig, who was as fucking useless as a wet towel at the beach. So don't, I don't like, I get it. You're look, and, and this could all be because they're trying to make a move. And if that's if that's the case, then fine. But if he's not part of the move, then what the fuck is the point? Because what are you going to do if he clears waivers? What are you going to do? Keep you're going to keep four and a half million dollars on your fucking taxi squad, or send it down to the Phantoms? That's what I don't understand. Everybody on this team, the last two, three weeks has just been giving a litany of bullshit answers as to what this team needs to do to get better. And Shane Gossespierre has been as forthright and as honest as any player that I've ever heard about what's going on with the team, what they're doing wrong, and what they need to do to be better. And here he is. This is a fucking day after Elaine Vigneault says we're going to lean on our veteran leadership to get us through this time. And you have a veteran leader speak out against a team and defend the goaltender, Carter Hart, who wasn't even the fucking backup last night, wasn't even in the lineup at all. He defends him a day later, he's on fucking waivers. And they and they sell it as, we need flexibility in our 26-man lineup, or whatever the fuck it is. We need flexibility in the lineup. Maybe I'm thinking baseball. I'm fucking all over the goddamn place. I mean, I don't get it. You can't make this shit up. The fact of the fucking matter is this. They don't have a clue. They don't know what they're doing. And then the, obviously you make a move like this and then soon after a report comes out, well, the Flyers are they're, they're aggressively seeking a move. And I mean, at this point, I mean, I, and I know, I said it last week, at this point you have to be looking to next year, but I'm just I'm so fed up as as are so many people with what I'm seeing. And I truly believe that this month of March where at the beginning of I said I wanted to see 22 points out of the Flyers. Well they have 17 games this month. I was saying 11 and 6 would be great. Not even close. <coughs> Not even fucking close. I think this month of March really opened a lot of eyes to people to say that this franchise that we have all fallen in love with so hard over the years that, that we grew up on, that our parents taught us, that our grandparents taught us about all the glory years and everything, what we're finally all realizing, I think collectively as a fan base, is the Flyers are not that good as a, as a whole. The players that we've been hyping up for years and years now are not that good. All these supposed hits that we got in the draft weren't. They weren't hits. Because look at the lineup up and down. Outside of three, maybe four guys, who would you really keep? Who would you really be heartbroken if they fucking got traded away tomorrow? There's not many guys. Because this team's just not good. This organization is not good. This organization went from a... It didn't fucking matter. 
It didn't matter who was the free agent or whether or not they wanted to come here. The Flyers were in the conversation every summer going for it, trying to win a Stanley Cup. And somewhere along the line here, they just fell off. And they went about this like just we're fine just like fucking existing. As long as we draft kind of high and get people excited, they'll still come. They'll still pay money. They'll still buy season tickets. And really, that's all we fucking care about. We're fucking Comcast. They're the Comcast Flyers, not the Philadelphia Flyers. Comcast don't give a shit about winning a fucking game or winning the fucking Stanley Cup. They just want you and me to go there and pay money and buy fucking pretzels and beer and all types of other bullshit. That's what the fuck they want. And the proof is in the fucking pudding over the last few years. They've made like they made a couple big moves. They brought back JVR and they signed Kevin Hayes. And they were good moves. Kevin Hayes hasn't done shit all year. He had, had a great season last year. JVR has been playing. He's been, he was playing great all season. He's cooled off. The whole team has hit a fucking wall. The whole team has hit a wall. There needs to be shakeups beyond um, like beyond beyond the fucking human brain's mental capacity. There needs to be shakeups, top to bottom, not just the players. There needs to be an organizational, cultural change starting this summer because this is not a team to be proud of this is not a team that was once a proud franchise they are something else now they are they are literally a team they are an organization that just exists in the nhl they're just happy to be here they're just happy to show up and play games they're just happy to have fans they don't give a fuck if they win a game or not since 2010 the last time they went to the stanley cup finals when it like when could you really say they had a truly successful season where it was exciting start to finish? I can't really think of one. Maybe 2012, the last like the last like truly exciting playoff run they had. Because even last year, <clears throat> allergies are kicking my ass. You'll have to excuse me. But even last year, they played great in the round robin and shit got like everything was going great. And then when they played Montreal, you started to see like. Okay. Yeah, I don't think this team's as good as we thought they were. And it was pretty apparent in the Montreal series. And they were lucky as lucky can get to have gone seven with the Islanders. And now here we are a year later. They're not even a playoff team. They're not going to make the play. I can't. I can't. I don't think they're going to make the playoffs this year. They got lucky as shit last night against the fucking Sabres. They were down 3 nothing. They came back and won 4-3 in overtime. And you want me to be excited about that? The fact that you were even... The fact that you even had to come back from a three-goal fucking deficit to the worst team in the history of hockey that is on a fucking 17, at the time, 17-game losing streak. You had to come back. You had to make a third-period comeback down three goals against that team. And you want me to be fucking happy? You want me to be fucking excited about that? But sure, you know what? Fans are pissed off. Let's fucking shove the mascot out there and get him. Let's just get some cheap fucking thrills over that. Let him take his jersey off and run around fucking naked. That'll get the people going. That'll get the idiots fucking excited. That'll like, oh my God, I fucking love pretty. Stop. Don't entertain this shit. Don't like those tweets. Don't fuck, oh, well, at least we have gritty. I'll always have gritty. Don't be a dumbass. 
Don't feed into the bullshit they're trying to fucking shove down your throat. Be like, because they're just like, all right, they're not fucking that mad. The, the mascot made them giggle. Like, get the fuck out of here with this bullshit. It's fucking ridiculous. I fucking hate Gritty so goddamn much for what he for what he represents. What he represents is just another money grab for the Flyers. You know what? We need more money. Let's let's create a mascot. Everybody will love it. The fucking blind fans will love it. We could sell plush toys and headbands and slippers and ties and fucking underwear. Everything else with this fucking dumbass thing's face on it. And we we'll, and they'll fucking love it. And they'll all buy it. And we and people do. So they did it. They they succeeded. They succeeded in what they wanted to do. They got more money and now they have like Shit, things are going south. Rather than improve the team, let's have Gritty have a snowball fight with a snowman. That's cute and fun and exciting. That's what people want to fucking see. And if you ever had, like, any more of a thought that this team is fucking lost in the wind or lost in the woods, whatever it is, the report comes out late late tonight here that... Uh, I, th- I think it was Flyers Nation at Flyers Nation on Twitter that the Flyers are fucking looking for a goaltender. They're looking at they're having internal discussions on whether or not they need goaltending help. And they're looking at Jonathan Bernier from Detroit. Like, what the fuck are we doing here? This team has needed and wanted and searched for desperately. For a goaltender since, like, what? Fucking 93? Like, I don't know. When was fucking Ron Hextall in his prime? Because it was then. That, that, that's that been that long since then. And, like, think of the names that have come through here where, like, people thought, like, this is it. This is the guy. And along comes Carter Hart, who has shown that he could be the guy. And he's having a bad year. And I don't fucking know why he's having a bad year. God damn, maybe it's because he puts so much of the weight of what's happening on the team on himself that he's getting lost in his own head. Maybe the fact that the defense breaks down in front of him and he can't fucking bail them out 500 times a game is weighing on him. So you know what the team does? You know what they think is a smart move? Let's just go for another. Let's let's. What are they going to do? What are they going to do to him what MLB teams do to their star pitcher? And they're just going to fucking, like, they're going to bench him for the rest of the regular season and, like, fucking prime him for the playoffs or, like, even, or the teams. No, I guess it's not that. It's when the teams aren't going to make the playoffs and they just shut a guy down for the season in, like, the middle of September or beginning of September. Like, well, we're not going to make the playoffs anyway. We don't want to fucking run him into the ground. So is that what they're going to do? They're just going to fucking ice Carter Hart for the rest of the season. They're going to fucking ruin him. They are going to ruin this guy and the rest of the league is looking at them do it do you think any other do you think any team out there isn't going to fucking hesitate to jump at trying to offer sheet this guy in the fucking offseason the flyers are literally creating a bidding war against themselves by mismanaging the most precious asset they have had in 35 fucking years think about that the most precious asset they've had in 35 plus years and they are completely fucking it up because they're putting a bullshit team in front of him and now to boot they're just like you know what 
Last night, again, last night he wasn't even on the fucking bench. They had Alex Lyon backing up Elliott. This is where we're at. Alex fucking Lyon. Another one of these guys that, like, some idiots thought, like, oh, you know, Alex Lyon's pretty good. No, he's not. The reason why he's been in the AHL most of his career. He got flashes up here because the Flyers just been fucked at goalie. And they've needed one, so, like, fuck, we got this kid Lyon down with the Phantoms. Throw him up here. We need a guy. No, he's not good. He's not an NHL goalie. Everybody knows that at this point. And now they're just butchering Carter Hart. And it breaks my fu- It breaks my heart. It breaks my heart that they're going to do this kid like that. And how else can you look at it? If those reports are true that they're really looking to bring in another goalie, fucking wrap it up. It may as well be as good as gone. Because if I were him, I wouldn't fucking hesitate to sign an offer sheet from any team that that, gave, that presented me with one this offseason. Why would you? Why would you not? Why would you not put that pressure under the flyers and be like, you know what? How fucking bad do you want me? Because you brought in this jerk off Bernier from Detroit and kind of just pushed me off to the wayside. Fucking Lane Vino's in the goddamn media. Enough with this bullshit calling out your players. There's a fucking time and a place to do it. If you listen to Carter Hart after some of his games, you could clearly see that the kid's fucked in the head right now. He's not right. He's depressed. He's despondent. All those words. All those D words that make you upset. He's all of that. And here comes Vino saying he needs to work harder. He needs to be better. Fuck you, motherfucker. You need to be better. Go call out everybody else on your team that's playing like shit, that plays 10 minutes a game and just fucking thinks that's good enough. But you're going to call out the most prized fucking possession this whole organization has had since the fucking 80s. You're going to call him out like it's his fault that your team fucking sucks balls. It's not his fault, god damn it. It's everybody. The whole, the rest of the, the whole fucking team doesn't give a shit. The general manager doesn't give a shit. You don't give a shit. God damn, you've had fucking... Dating back to last year in the playoffs, you've had a bullshit fucking power play and nothing's gotten done about that. Niskin it up and retires out of nowhere in the fucking off seasons. What do they do? Well, we fucking got Eric Gustafson. Who is a fringe seventh fucking goal, seventh defenseman that we're gonna just try to plug in and fucking shoehorn as the guy to replace Niskanen? Like, give me a fucking break with this. Try to put all this fucking heat and pressure on Carter Hart. Now you're trying to bring in another guy. Just fucking trade him at this point, goddammit. Save the fucking kid's career because you don't deserve him. The franchise doesn't. The fans definitely do. The franchise doesn't. The franchise doesn't deserve an ounce of success with the way they've been running this team the last five, six years. Just this blind, faceless, corporate fucking machine that doesn't give a fuck. I pray to God Carter Hart is fucking freed from this fucking bullshit, this debacle, this joke of a franchise that the Philadelphia Flyers have become. A once proud, I'm not even kidding you, Every time I used to put on a Flyers jersey, I would look down at the fucking logo, and it would be great. I would feel a sense of pride looking at it. Not anymore. I'm fucking embarrassed. We should, we're all embarrassed. We should all be. And it's, 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 I don't know. I don't know what to say anymore. And honest to God, breaks my heart. To see this team like this. 
because we all grew up loving them. We all, you know, those of us out there that are parents are teaching our children to love them as much as we do. And it's it's just not the same team. It's not the same team I grew up fall. It's not the same team that I grew up falling in love with. That I used to sleep in my Jeremy Roenick jersey, just because I fucking loved it. I I couldn't get enough of the Flyers. And right now, like I'm at the point where I don't want to watch the games because I just don't fucking care. And I, you can say I'm fair weather, wishy washy, bullshit fan. I don't fucking care. I'm just not stupid. Not a stupid fan. Don't try to shove your fanhood down my throat or anybody's throat saying that you have to watch this. You have to see. You have to be with them through the lows and hot. No, you don't. You deserve better. Your fucking time is precious. It's valuable. You shouldn't have to give it up. You shouldn't have to give up three hours every other night to watch this. They don't fucking care. So why the fuck should I? I'm not the one making fucking six, seven, eight, nine million dollars a year to fucking do this shit. They don't pay me. I'm not fucking under contract to the Flyers where I have to watch every game. Do it because I like it, because I like the sport of hockey, because I love the Flyers, and because that's just who I am. I could have been addicted to drugs. I could have been addicted to alcohol. I could have been addicted to fucking model trains, but I'm not. I'm addicted to sports, and I love the Flyers, and I'm going to fucking watch them. But it's becoming harder and harder. It's becoming easier and easier to fucking walk away and turn on just about anything else. The Flyers have let us down. The only people that really matter are the fans. Where a lot of the times we're we're pushed by the wayside as if our opinion doesn't matter. And a lot of you know, we are very reactionary people. We we a lot of us say dumb shit. But the fact of the matter is without us, there would be no them. And I think when you get these corporate monster ownership groups, they don't see that. They just see the dollar signs and that's the flyers now. All they see is the dollar signs and they don't see or care about the people that have gotten them to where they're at, that have fucking made this franchise what it is. And I can honestly say that I am truly, truly, truly embarrassed to... I don't even like talking hockey with people because I'm just embarrassed to fucking say that this is my team and that this is who I've hitched my wagon to, in a sense. So, I don't know what's ahead. You know, maybe with this Gossip Spare move... I have to imagine that a move's coming down the pipeline. If if all this roster lineup flexibility AV's talking about and like this four and a half million dollar cap space that they have and well that they'll get if he's fucking claimed or whatever. You know, if all that's true and there's a move that like they're sitting on, like some big motherfucker that like is really gonna shake things up, fine. But if we're fucking gonna sit here a week from now, and Gossespair is still just like floating around on the taxi squad, then fuck it. If he doesn't get claimed, I hope he does. A for the cap space and B for him because he doesn't fucking deserve this either. The guy worked his ass off through injuries and terrible coaching and everything else. He worked his ass off and he's been playing a lot better this year. And the supposed slate that was supposed to be wiped clean obviously wasn't because, you know, a bad game and he's fucking benched for Eric Gossipson. Like, these are real words coming out of my mouth. That that actually happens. And then he's out for two games, and then 
He's out for two games for the way he plays, and then the first game he's back in, they put him on the top line, or on the top pair with fucking Provorov. So, like, do you fucking like his play or not? How much do you trust him? You don't trust him to play him for two games, but you trust him enough to put him back in on the top pair. It's dumb. The team is dumb. The team's dumb, and they're fucking lost. And I don't know how to fix it, because I don't think they know either. So if they don't know, then I definitely don't fucking know. And it is what it is. You can follow me on Twitter at MarkFlagman2Ns. Follow the show at underscore getting bullied. Get this in every episode of Getting Bullied through the Hockey Podcast Network at HockeyPodNet on Twitter. And you can get it anywhere you get your podcasts. I don't know what's ahead for this Flyers team. I just know that what we're, I, I believe and I hope that what we're about to embark on is the most pivotal offseason in the history of the Philadelphia Flyers, and I hope it's for the better. Until I talk to you next time, enjoy your life.